All right. Okay. We are off. Welcome to Toxic Podcast. I'm Alejandro Kalini. This is my podcast that I host alone. I wouldn't wish it on anyone else where I consume and process toxic media. Oh my God, what a beautiful lights display up here on the left. God. So toxic media, that's a genre that I invented myself. It's any form of content that regardless of quality is genuinely emotionally exhausting or taxing to consume. Uh, This is, of course, episode two of my December Christmas Spectacular. Also, obviously, um, welcome to your presidential election headquarters. Toxic Podcast is the podcast for all things 2020 presidential election. I'm also currently driving a car. Uh, (laughs) I decided to spice things up this episode. Well, Well, this week, first of all, let's just get right into it. We're not going to talk about Love Actually. I'm not going to talk about Love Actually. That's exactly what that movie fucking wants you to do is talk about it. And frankly, I'm not going to give it the satisfaction. I watched Love Actually, and I guess technically this is the Love Actually episode, but we're not, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Excuse me. Hang on. All right. What, what are you doing here? What are you doing? Great. Excellent. Oh my god, I'm like an Olympian here on 8th Avenue and Park Slope. Wow. (laughs) So, uh, in any case, I figured it's uh, it's been a rough week for us all. You know, uh, you and I have both had equally rough weeks. And I figured it would be nice for us to take a look at some lovely Christmas lights, some displays. I know that it's an audio medium, but perhaps I can describe the displays to you, or you can sort of reflect off of the the peaceful glow that I experience here. Let me turn down. Um, let me turn down Fourth Street. So, love actually. The thing with love actually is that like it demands, and hopefully, I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about Christmas. It's just really hard. December, like last week, I was like, oh, I'm going to, I don't know how to wrap my giant steel jaws around Christmas. I'm secretly a mothman. And it's like, honestly, I was lying. I'm like a sludge man. I'm like a, I'm like a, I'm like a demon, a, a goop demon. I, everything is out of control. December is like a nightmare month. It's like, it feels like the airlock has opened. <laughs> It's like everything is like rushing out into space. That's the entire month of December. Um, it's it's a very extreme time of year. It's a very toxic time of year. I don't. I mean, I don't know if I am going to be able to aptly artistically encompass. Hang on. Do I have an armrest here? God damn it! No, I don't. That's fine. Thank you for letting me borrow your car, Dad. Sorry. If you're listening to this episode, it means I survived, or perhaps, or perhaps. <laughs> this is my audio will. Okay, Ryland, you can have my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Um, <laughs> throw my computer into the river. Uh, what, what else? What else? Um, so, ooh, look, a lovely Christmas tree up onto the right. See, one of the beautiful things, we're in Park Slope right now, and even more so than the lights are just the trees. Like, a Christmas tree is, I don't know, I used to, I used to walk around this neighborhood a lot when I was, like, a teenager, uh, and look at the lights and stuff, and it always made me feel like a certain kind of warm feeling when I, like, looked at the trees, when I saw that, like, we all had trees. And that's a little, like, non-Christmas celebrating exclusive now that I think about it. Like, it's, I don't know. Obviously, I think I said it last week, Christmas, well, I say it all the time. Christmas is a very toxic 
uh, time of year, a very toxic holiday. Oh my God, up here on the right, we've got some more, or rather on the left, we've got some more kind of austere, your classic just silver and gold lights. And these are really, wow, that's like the entire window framing area of the building. Oh my God, oh my God, wait, this is amazing. What's this? Oh, this is like a park. There's just a beautiful tree out here. Um, but so love actually, well, here's, oh God, it's so frustrating because it's also like possibly, this is a very frustrating thing, but love actually might be one of the better, it might be the best movie ever made. (laughs) It might be the best movie ever committed to film or digital film. Is that what digital film is called? Digital film? Hmm. Um, it's just, it's just a monster movie. Like it's not, first of all, it's a movie about monsters. Everyone in the film, hang on, excuse me. Everyone in the film is a monster and everything that happens is monstrous, but more like, it's also just this gargantuan swamp of storylines. There's over nine storylines, if I'm not mistaken. And then there's that fucking VO. Oh God. Every toxic movie has a voiceover, but it's the guy who's like, and who is this guy? I didn't, I watched the movie. I've, I mean, I've seen that movie uh, uh, several times now. Obviously the first time I watched it was, um, a couple years ago. Say it with me now. It was kind of a dark time. Everyone was yelling at home. That's my big catchphrase. Kind of a dark, like if you go to my website, you can buy merch, you can buy like t-shirts and mugs that say it was kind of a dark time on them. Uh, okay. I am currently letting a pedestrian pass. That's called being a responsible driver. Um, but so yeah, there's just, there's just a vast array of like the fact that all these people are interconnected. And you know, I just said it was the best movie of all time, but fuck, but fuck it. It's a cheap, it's a cheap trick. Everything about this movie is cheap and fake deep. That, that goddamn invocation of nine 11. Listen, I've never read a think piece. I don't know what that combination of words means. Oh, these are some beautiful trees up here on the right. Oh, second story trees. See, that's the that's the beauty of Christmas is that like all these and some of the trees are modest and some of the, you know, and, and, like it's it's also like it's kind of a standard across all forms of art that I love. Extreme sameness and repetition is really like you're you're really just kind of seeing who I am as a child. <laughs> As I drive around the neighborhood I grew up in looking at Christmas, like, wow, this is unpackable, man. What am I, a Polaniuk protagonist? Damn. (laughs) I don't know. Um, But, like, the other thing about Love Actually is that uh, it's, oh, come on, what are you doing? What are you trying to run into the middle of the street? All right, he, he expressed chagrin. He looked embarrassed. Um, But... It's just, oh God, everyone, you know what? I honestly, like when I watched the movie, I was like, I'm so mad. I was like, this movie is not going to make me try to describe it. I'm going to write down what storylines are which, and then we're going to have kind of an open air discussion of a podcast episode. I mean, you know, literary Kalini. Oh my God. Oh God. Yeah. I love the third street. Yeah. No, I'm going to go up one more. Um, but uh, Literary Kalini would compare this episode to Robert Musel's The Man Without Qualities, which is um, an unfinished early 20th century German novel, I believe, or perhaps Austrian, uh, the structure of which is kind of open. So it's 
it's just kind of a bad story. It's like I read in the introduction, they're like, oh, it's an open air structure, which basically means that the, the novel like throws out so many different threads. Oh no, am I just sitting behind a UPS truck? <gasps> oh no. Uh-oh. Well, I mean, maybe I can actually pay more attention to you, Bane Voice, the podcasting audience now. Oh man, I am, this is bullshit though. Wow, am I going to use the horn? Are you guys going to hear Dad suddenly become a villain? You know what? I know what it's like to deliver shit. I'm putting the car in park, and we're going to talk about Love Actually for a second. I mean, we're, we're, we're not going to talk about Love Actually, no. No, we're not. Okay. Um, what are we going to talk about that's not Love Actually? <laughs> I just... Ugh. Well, let's, okay, let's at the very least, oh, actually, they, the guy wasn't making a delivery. Some idiot is parking. Great. I don't have to be patient. I can actually hate someone. Great. Hey, fuck you for being bad at parking. I'm a very New York driver, guys. <clears throat> um, let's, well, let's at the very least talk about Davy Jones. Davy Jones is incredible in this movie. He's probably, yeah, you know what? Let's. Uh, we always got to go back in, in through the back entrance, which is what I liked about the movie that we're not talking about. I liked Davy Jones. I like how he plays an organ with his tentacles. I like how he finally gets his due. I like that the cameras are finally not spinning enough that I can see his beautiful face. Um, I like that he's king of the evil vampires. You know, he's really just one of our one of our finest actors. He's such. A wonderful tentacled, uh, who's honking? No one's honking at me. Great. <laughs> but, uh, his storyline is wonderful. The Christmas single, the crass commercialism. That's, I mean, you know, that's because all the other storylines are, oh, am I getting a, I'm getting a yellow arrow. Jesus. All right. All right. Well, so all of the other storylines are absolute poison. And that's the thing is that this movie is so easily identifiable as toxic. It's so like it does not and no you know i've discussed this before this podcast in some sense is a hollow narcissistic exercise in me listening to myself talk that for some reason frames itself as me often tut-tutting at like problematic or offensive qualities of media and i am not a hero for noticing said qualities and i am obviously not a trailblazer for noticing that everything about love actually is fucking insane that like the guy that that fucking psycho with his camera who does the carol singers bit that's insane the fucking prime minister that weird like inside out like what if like because it's also you have to realize it's 2003 like we don't remember i don't remember what it was like i don't that's a dumb thing to say i don't remember what it was like in a time that i don't remember i'm so i'm normally so deep <laughs> but um like the, that that president, that prime minister storyline, and again, again, it's not really, I don't, I don't, I hope that it doesn't seem as though I am being evasive. I just think that it is so obviously out there uh, and so, and has been said in such a, like, the, the fact that every fucking storyline, all of the main storylines in Love Actually are about how, like, the purest love is between a man and the woman he employs. Uh, like, from... From the Prime Minister storyline to Colin Firth's Jesus Christ storyline. And they've all got these weird... Every single climax scene in Love Actually involves, like, 
a, a, a love performance that is forced in front of family members. Like, Natalie and Hugh Grant, they have to fucking meet each other again in front of the family. Colin Firth has to propose to Aurelia in front of uh, that, that whole restaurant. Um, even the little boy, Liam Neeson's, that poor little boy that Liam Neeson drives insane. Let's go get the shit kicked out of ourselves by love. It's not an accomplishment to realize... I'm sorry, I had to keep a guy in his lane. It's not an accomplishment to realize that this movie is a nightmare. But, um... So, so... So why do it, then? Alejandro, why do it? And especially if you're frustrated with yourself... I'm so frustrated with myself. I'm sorry. I know that I try to seem... Yeah, I'm gonna let you guys in. It's Christmas. You're welcome. Um, I just... It's so fun. That's, yeah, I mean, I know this is the one week where I can't pretend that I'm in a great mood. You know how every week I'm like, I'm just a ray of sunshine in your ears. I'm a little bit off this week. Hmm, how am I going to get where I'm going now? Because I also... (laughs) Oh, shit. You know what? I should get gas. I should just, yes, I'm going to fill this car up with gas beforehand. I should also... I'm currently, what I'm doing is I'm borrowing my father's car so that, um, I don't want to tell you this. I don't want to humanize myself. Never mind. Never mind. I, people, there are people who care about me. Fine. (laughs) Um, am I making a left? It looks like I'm making a left, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, all right. Where, now we're on President Street. This is actually the street I grew up on as a child, but I'm not... This isn't literally the block I grew up on. Am I being tailgated on President Street? Oh my lord. I'm being I'm be going 20 miles an hour down a residential street in Park Slope and I'm being tailgated. This is what <laughs> Oh wow, Christmas is truly all around. Um I wonder how I'm going to get where I need to be. I'm going to keep going south. Um what is this? Uh-oh, what's going on now? This is very strange. Okay, all right, okay. See, I'm sorry, I'm, a, I'm also a car talker, so this is, okay, some more beautiful trees. Um, like, I guess, like, are there, are there any parts of Love Actually, how do I turn off the windshield wipers? There we go. Are there any parts of Love Actually that have not been so well-trodden that it wouldn't be simply enabling of the film to continue discussing. Whoa. Um. <laughs> I made it. Uh, well, I do. I mean, I don't know. There's every, every, what am, why am I, why do I, yeah. Why, why, why? You guys, we we are closer than anyone is to me. No, that would there are a lot of people who'd be mad to hear that. Um, so as I look out my vehicle's windows, I see oh god, purple lights. That is just wonderful. I love when I see a tree that has like a little bit of panache, like this tree that I'm looking at. Like it's got your red lights, it's got your green lights, it's got orange and purple lights. And then over to the right here. I've got like a classic pink and yellow and oh, there's some blue. You know, blue is a really underrated Christmas light color. 
I mean, I love all lights. I really do. It's just such a... Like, people make the outside celebratory. It's just so stupid, and it's it's one of the... It's, it's really just like, life is beautiful when you can walk around and look at all this beautiful, dumb shit. The worst... Um, oh, I'm behind a van! <laughs> I was just saying something poignant, too. Are you making a left? There's no turn signal. Jesus... Oh! Oh, I understand. All right. Yeah, no, I see. <laughs> what a strange episode of Toxic Pod. I mean, honestly, this is the episode that I needed. I, um... <clears throat> You're up on the right. See, it's... Oh, God. Um, let's just knock him down. Let's just sort of knock him down. Laura Lenny. That one's really sad. Do you, do you notice, too, like... At the end of the movie, what's the what's the resolution? What is the resolution of that movie? And love actually is everywhere. I hate that guy. Whoever that is at the beginning, I can't believe. And maybe there are people who are more human than I am who watch who are able to see like forests for trees or trees for forests or whatever. I don't know what's wrong with me, but like sometimes I'll watch a movie 10 times and I'll be like, "Yeah, I don't know who the cat was." And they'll be like, "What? You don't know who the cat was?" It says right at the end, like, a guy comes on screen and he's like, I was the cat the whole time. Um, So, maybe... Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, wow. Christmas. Christmas is really a time for people to behave like fucking psychos, too. That's the thing about Christmas, is outside gets more beautiful and everyone in the world gets worse. Just people really show their worst selves. And I am no different. No, you all may cross. You have the right of way. Absolutely. A benevolent Kalini am I. But people really, and maybe it's just that I work in like, uh, in a service job. I work in retail and, and, um, but, but, uh, yeah, Jesus Christ. Just like we all become monsters. That would be, that would be a true, if that voiceover was like, hey, I'm here. I am at Heathrow Airport. Have you noticed that everyone becomes a fucking monster this time of year because everything gets really tense and keyed up, and like the 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 pressure of like hundreds of years of oppressive, disgusting like stereotypes and family obligations and all this shit get dropped on unsuspecting individual citizens of Earth. Ah, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um. Who's great in this movie? Emma Thompson is great. See, Emma Thompson, and that's that's really the storyline, other than, well, I mean, see, everything, ugh. There's nothing purely just good in this movie, because even the Emma Thompson storyline contains that weird character, that lady who's just, like, only, you know that scene where she's dressed as the devil? She's just the devil, like, the lady who wants to fuck Alan Rickman. She's like, and obviously, I'm sure Alan Rickman is a very charming, attractive man. But the whole movie, he's just like, bah, bah, my name's, uh, oh, oh, I'm at work, and now I'm with my family. And she's like, hey, hey, what's up? Come over here, give me something pretty, something I want. Like, the, you know, bad representation. But again, what am I, bad representation, everything, I'm so fucked. This is the last episode of Toxic Podcast. I know I say it a lot. I'm going to drive until I can't drive. I'm going to drive to the edge of the flat earth. 
This is going to be the episode of Toxic Podcast where I prove that the earth is flat. I don't know if I've ever told you guys. There are a few things that I believe fundamentally. Let's just get it all out there. I can't lie to you anymore. One, the earth is flat. Two, children should be given alcohol to thwart their potential. <laughs> Have I told you guys this yet? That's a, that's a huge thing. Kids need to get hooked on, on the sauce because children are infinitely smarter than adults. I'm 28 years old. I'm still young by the books as I understand it. A few years ago, I would have said this is the end of my lifespan. I'm an extremely resilient cat, but no, it turns out I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Galapagos turtle. <laughs> oh, the guy got a, got a hunk a teeny bit at the car in front of me that has corn and slipknot decals as well as a Jack Skellington plush in the back seat. Too busy being super rad that you don't notice the light has changed. Wow, I'm an asshole. But I'm a Christmas asshole. I'm like Scrooge. I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm working on a character called Double Scrooge. I was thinking that he might visit the podcast. But I was also thinking then that Double Scrooge might just be a weird extrapolation of like my emotions right now. Like this, like that I just, I've had a hard week. Why is everyone turning? Does, do they know something I don't know? Well, everyone knows something I don't know. Yeah. I don't like that. Suddenly I was like caught in traffic and now there's no one around. Were you podcasting? This is actually probably my father is probably not going to love that. I was driving while podcasting. But I swear, I'm just wearing the computer over my face like a visor. A visor. I'm, I'm driving via the force like Luke in that movie about stars. Um, the Fault in Our Stars. What's, what's the... I hope The Fault in Our Stars isn't like an offensive reference. I literally have no idea what that movie's about. Um, so sorry. Sorry if that was... Um, God, I've literally, I've done that many times before. That's actually been like a defining quality of my life is like just making a joke by like making the media soup brain connection, like just saying words and then being like, oh, that's actually a serious topic I just referenced for no reason. Um, yep. So now we're on kind of a main drag. This here is the old Flatbush Avenue. I'm passing from Park Slope into what we in the we, the, you know, us gabagools over here in the the BK, we call this neighborhood Fort Green, the one that I'm about to enter. There's going to be some more lovely Christmas lights in Fort Green, but for now, oh God, this <laughs> driving is occupying a little bit more of my attention than I would like regard, regarding my the podcast, but um, I wonder how long I've been... Oh, good, good. We're all, we're all on the same page. So, um... Am I, oh, yeah, let's, okay. What are some, just some notes I want to hit? Emma Thompson's, um, well, Rowan Atkinson's gift wrapping scene. Wonderful, uh, beautiful scene. I've watched it three times. I don't think I really appreciated it until this time. That's the thing about this movie. That's the thing. It's the, it's an amazing, horrible movie. It's an evil artifact, an, a genuinely toxic, brutal, uh, emotional ringer. Uh, that is filled with uh, negativity, with the, with no clear resolutions, and I bet a lot of people would say that's the movie's strength. It's, it's, it's a very controversial movie, as I understand it. Chris Matthews loves it. I don't know if you've ever seen that compilation. Anytime anyone talks about love, actually, I kind of have to bring up um, 
I think it's a John Oliver, one of those And Now This compilations. It turns out that Chris Matthews loves Love Actually. And any chance he gets, he will bring up Love Actually. And you can Google it, watch this compilation. It's just Chris Matthews being like, yeah, it's speaking of uh, trade in China. That reminds me of Love Actually. Like any, oh God. I used to do a much better Chris Matthews <laughs> impression. Um, very fragmented episode. Very. Fr- are you leaving the space or are you trying to park better? They call me the Robert Musil of podcasting. That's what they call me. Um, <clears throat> did I have I mentioned yet the extremely gratuitous nine eleven shit at the beginning of this movie? How the voiceover guy, who we've discussed on several occasions... Oh, here we go. Here we fucking go. So the voiceover guy, he's like... Oh, whenever I feel glum, I think about the... I go... What does he... He thinks about the arrivals gate. Obviously, he doesn't. I know that I'm just circling back over this one... This is like a postmodern podcast episode. I really am the Robert Musil of podcast. Well, he's not. I'm not going to split hairs with that. I'm not literary Kalini. I'm driving Kalini. Um, oh, that's a that one actually sucked. <laughs> that was just some shitty lights on a fucking one dead tree. Um, yeah, let's make a left here onto Carlton Ave. <clears throat> um. All right, all right. I'm sorry if that was an abrupt end. I'm sorry if this episode is all chopped up, but it's it's not going to be the Love Actually episode. We're not going to juice anything out of Love Actually. I already don't remember anything I've said. I feel like I... <laughs> I do. Listen, it's a very intense period of time for me. I don't want to get too emo on you. I don't want to get too serious. I'm sorry if I'm being uh, super loud, but um, we, we're... I'm on the LIE right now, and I'm going somewhere. And we're going to enjoy the delightful Christmas lights of somewhere. I'm I'm caught in traffic right now. You know, whenever I feel glum, I think about the uh, LIE and all those wonderful people caught in traffic. Uh, God, I hope I'm not being too loud. What a weird... I don't know. You know, we're... we're, Oh, my God. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Am I going to have to go around? Did the Terminix guy hit the guy in front of him? (laughs) Shit. Yeah, we got to get around this shit. Oh, are they going to pull over?